This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. How's your sock drawer looking? It's messy. There's a lot of single socks. Yep. I think it's time for a little spring cleaning. Oh. <laughs> Check out Bombas. Once you try a pair, you'll never look at socks the same way again. I should know. I like my Bombas. Their spring collection has new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. My feet have never been to a party. <laughs> They've so got sad. stripes and florals and new vintagey colored rib socks. You know, when I'm wearing Bombas, I feel like my feet are being caressed okay. and cared for in a way they never have been in my life. Hmm. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash Conan and use code Conan for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash Conan and use code Conan at checkout. <laughs> Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hi, Michael. Please meet Conan. Michael, how are you? Hello, hello. What a pleasure. It's a pleasure talking <laughs> to you, Michael. It's a pleasure. This is my assistant, Sona. Sona Mosesian. So excited to meet you, Sona. Hey, you too. You, uh, I'm going to say this right away, Michael. I get a very good, cheerful vibe from you. You seem like a cheerful guy. I do my best to be bright and shiny. I mean, I'm, I have, I have my moments, but you know, it's better to be nice than anything else. I always find that's a very nice philosophy, and uh, and I agree with you. I don't think I'm bright and shiny. You're not, um, but uh, I might be spiky and shiny. Yeah, I don't know. But there's shininess. Yeah, I don't know. You catch yeah. more bees with honey. Exactly. You yes. catch more bees. Actually, you catch a lot of bees. With poison gas. No one ever mentions that. <laughs> poison gas and then throw salt on them while they're having their death spasm. Um, no one ever says that. Uh, no. Hey, get more bees with honey. Yeah, I get it. Try poison gas. Um, I took us on a wrong road. I know. Here, Michael. I like where we're starting. I, you know, I always like to start with poison and poison gas. <laughs> yeah. Michael, you read my mind. Where are you right now, Michael? I'm in Reno, Nevada. Okay. Are you at a blackjack table? Where are you specifically? <laughs> I'm in my office, actually. Um, I'm a consultant and uh, a beverage ed educator. I'm a spirits educator. So I'm in my office where I take most of my Zoom calls. So. Oh, that's so funny because I heard that you were a spirit guide before you got on. And I'm realizing, I'm, I swear to God, I thought you were a spirit guide. You're a spirits guide. You're a spirits educator. The S is very important. Yeah, sure. because <laughs> I'm sure there are people that come to you and say, can you help me find my, I want to talk to my great grandfather. And you say, I can't do that, but I, I have a really good port for you that you might want to drink. 
<laughs> I do a fair amount of necromancy, but not a great deal. Like I try to <laughs> limit the amount. We try and uh, I love, man, here's another thing. He says necromancy. I know. I, I love cool. it. I love anyone who, who knows that word and says, I am a necromancer. Uh, it's such a menacing word that no one uses anymore. Lots of drama in that word. Um, Michael, tell me, tell me about this. I'm, I'm interested in this. You, you work with spirits. What does that mean exactly? Do you help develop types of drinks or do you mostly, do you study drinks? What do you do? All of it. So my principal job is this, as a spirits educator is to talk and teach and get people into products, teach people new things about drinks. I do beverage design for like menus. I design bars. And then my like full-time job, I work for a bartender advocacy agency which is like a PR firm specifically for bartenders. Okay, that's fascinating. Now, why do people need, I mean, most people figure out drinking pretty much on their own. You know, don't you think most people, most people are self-taught when it comes to (laughs) alcohol. They figure out what they like to drink and then they have way too much of it and they get sick. Uh, what do you find that you're teaching people about? What uh, sort of more of the refined aspects of certain spirits? I always say I'm the Sherpa up the mountain of alcohol, right? So my <laughs> my job is to get, help you find your new favorite thing. Okay. And uh, what are your favorite drinks? What what drinks do you tell us? What do you uh, What's your favorite drink that you that you find yourself moving towards in life? I mean, I love a pina colada. I love rum. So like, I, I like a pina colada because they're fun. I, who doesn't want a pina colada? Um, but I, I love bourbon. You know, I, I, I help host a bourbon summer camp that bartenders go to, which is its own magical thing. What? As well, so. A bourbon summer camp. Yes. This sounds so much better than Cragged Mountain Farm, <laughs> where my parents sent me, where there were peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and we had to climb the entire presidential mountain range in July <laughs> in New Hampshire and be eaten to death by mosquitoes, and no one had invented, and no one had invented any kind of sun lotion yet, so I just burned up. And became a massive pustule. <laughs> what you just described is a much better camp, a rum camp. It's, it's bourbon. Oh, bourbon. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. I have a huge fondness for rum. I really do like rum, and I like a I like rum in kind of a fruity punch. And I'm probably not supposed to admit that, but I I do like a fruity rummy drink, mm-hmm. like a rum punch, a planter's punch, if you will. Why can't you admit that? I mean, because I also like it when it has fruit in it floating around, and I like it when there's like a little plastic statue in it too yeah. uh, that's on the top of the swizzle stick. Um, I like it to be a drink that emasculates me immediately the minute it's brought to my table. Those are my favorite drinks. Big twisty straw. I like a twisty straw. Yeah. I love all that stuff. I'm a big guy with a big beard and I like a silly cup. Like that's my favorite thing is to walk around with like the most ridiculous cup I can find because I like the disarming element of that. Well, you know what also, Michael, you and I are, we are comfortable in our incredible masculinity. Both of us, right? I can hold- Milky white masculinity. I can hold, well, speak for yourself. I'm, (laughs) people think I'm pale, but in real life, right? Don't I have the, I have the skin of Desi Arnaz. No, you're pale. Um, Very pale. Okay. Thank very, you. Very pale. So that's cool. You like a rum drink. You know what I wish? I wish I liked bourbon because bourbon's such a cool drink. Of all the drinks you can order at a bar, if you're a guy, if I walk into a bar or let's just say a saloon and I walk <laughs> up, okay, and I walk up and the piano stops playing immediately because this badass just walked in who's got his own talk show and podcast. Um, I walk in and I- chest up to the bar, belly up to the bar. 
the bartender says, what's your poison? I want to say, give me a bourbon. It just sounds cool. Yeah. But I never do. I always first say, do you have Coke Zero? Oh. <laughs> Not Diet Coke, but Coke Zero. And if they don't, and they're like, are you sure you don't want to drink, drink? Then I'm in this whole world of, do you have um, a punch, like a sweet red punch? And can you add some rum to it? And then do you have some plastic toys that you could put in it? Yeah, like a little umbrella and the twisty straws and a fun cup. I thought being a history buff, you would love bourbon because bourbon is America's national identity spirit. We're the only country in the world that can make it. Ooh. Is that true? Yeah. Why, why is that? I mean, we're the only company that's, a country that's allowed to make bourbon? So cognac is like a, an identity spirit for France. Like there, there's a yes. region specific to cognac. It's the same thing for bourbon. You can make it anywhere in America, um, but you have to make it here. And there's rules like charred American oak and 51, or 50%, 51% corn and like some other very specific rules that make it bourbon. Okay, here's what I want you to do because I want to be a cool drinker. That's what I'm aiming for at this stage in my life. Now, some people would say you've got... Uh, children still that are fairly young and a wife, maybe you should be concentrating on that or on your career. I say no. I say I want to learn at this stage of my life to be a cool drinker. And I want to devote all my energy to that. I want to learn to drink bourbon. So tell me, what's the bourbon I should order when I walk into a bar that's going to make me sound cool? Ooh, this is where I get in trouble because I work with lots of brands. But I will say this. So I, I think the best way to start is Maker's Mark, right? It's a nice, soft, easy bourbon. You want a weeded bourbon. Um, because it That's cool. The, the Maker's Mark weed. bourbon. And you <laughs> yeah. said a, a, what kind of a, what kind of a reedy bourbon? A weeded bourbon. So weeded. Wheat, what does rye, that mean? So wheat, rye, and barley. Oh, like the, wheat. I thought you said weeded. Yeah, wheat. Like, like THC bourbon. No, you don't want that. No. Well, is there, does that exist? Uh, settle down, Sona. You're expecting twins in like three weeks. <laughs> so know. no, you can't have any weed infused <laughs> bourbon right now. Well, for after. Yeah. Do your a, you your twins are going to stumble out. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, mom. You're a killer mom. Oh my God. Uh, I, I love that you want to be cool and you're writing down the suggestions he's giving you. That's what I do. I have a legal pad here and I'm writing maker's mark. Uh, and then you like a wheated bourbon. So, so for people but like starting out with bourbon, it's a softer flavor, so it's going to be less spice in the back end. Yeah. And, and there's no wrong way to drink something you like. So if you want ice in it, go for it. The Coke Zero thing, maybe not. No, we're not going to do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to exclude the Coke Zero. But let's say, okay, I walk in and I just go, Maker's Mark bourbon. And what do I say? Do I say I want it on the, on the rocks? On the rocks. On the rocks. Uh, Maker's Mark on the rocks. Is that what I say? Yeah. See, even you when I'm saying cool. it right now, it's not sounding cool, is it? No. You know, I have a question. Should we get him like a decanter and those like crystal glasses for him to keep in like his office? Oh. Like they did with like like Don Draper did. You, you know, know, you know what? When when we grew up watching TV, uh, you guys are might be too young for this, but they had shows like Dynasty and just on every TV show, there was a glass decanter in any room anybody was in, no matter what their profession. I mean, it was, you know, you'd J.R. Ewing on Dallas, someone would come in for a meeting and someone would always walk over and they would pour themselves a drink and it could be 11 o'clock in the morning yeah. and their profession yeah. could be, I'm an eye surgeon. <laughs> and they would still go, hmm, eye surgery, eh? Performing eye surgery on you, am I? Well, let's just see about that. And then they would pour a drink and go, hmm, we'll rem remove the retina. And they'd start drinking. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. This has meaning for me, okay? 
because I grew up as a child obsessed. My brothers and I were obsessed with sugar cereals. We loved Cap'n Crunch. And then when they came out with Cap'n Crunch and Crunch Berries, oh. I just, it was like Oppenheimer. <laughs> I saw a white light and I knew that life had changed forever. And true story, I was just back in Boston visiting my brother, Neil, and not kidding, he is two years older than me. We are grown ass adults. What do we do? We sit down at our kitchen table in Brookline, Mass., and we both crack open a box of Captain Crunch with Crunch oh Berries. Oh my God. And we had it together, multiple bowls. And I was so happy. Oh, it's nice that you have that. It really is. Break away from the ordinary with Captain Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but I've got to tell you, it's just such a sense memory for me. Not just original Captain Crunch, which is great. Then, oops, all berries yeah, they came up with. I remember that. Usually I don't eat foods that have oops in the title. <laughs> But when they came up with Oops All Berries, I was there. Peanut butter. Oh, my God. Peanut butter crunch is fantastic. It turns the milk into this cool peanut butter milk. I love it. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. That's a word now. Buy Captain Crunch's new Cinnamon Crunch now at a retailer near you and learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. Neil, we made it! <laughs> Sona, where else can you go surfing and skiing the same day, huh? I don't know. Or check out a world-class art museum and then camp at a dark sky sanctuary that night, huh? Yeah. Yeah, where else can you hike through Redwoods and then get a luxury spa treatment? Where? Well, you live there. California. <laughs> California, Sona. No matter where California. you go across the state, you'll find a way to play. I'm a California resident, so are you. Sona, you are a lifelong California resident. I'm a lifer. I love this place. This is a beautiful state. Gorgeous. So many different, wonderful ecosystems in one state. You can hang out by a Palm Springs pool. You know, you can go whale watching. You can go hiking in Yosemite. And then uh, talk about the great cities in California. You get all this amazing food, sushi, whatever you want. They got it in California. Hey, if you can't find it in California, man, you got a problem. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. I made that up on my own. Anyway, I love California. Discover why California is the ultimate playground. Head to visitcalifornia.com to start planning your trip today. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform. And one source of truth. This is unbelievable. I've been talking about this idea for years. I know. I want you to explain it more. I can. Okay. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required access from anywhere. I had this idea years ago. <laughs> I was telling people, no one listened to me. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems. Remember when I said that? Yeah. Because you've got one unified, unified business, business management, management suite. suite. You yes. said that. Yeah. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math, man. Yeah. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash Conan, netsuite.com slash Conan. I'm going to say it one more time just for emphasis. NetSuite.com slash Conan.
if most people are being honest, no one really knows what you do for work, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, especially if you're in a, what I like to call B2B. Oh, you know? what, what is that? I'll explain. Okay. That's a business doing business with other businesses. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I call it B2B. It's a little thing. It's also, uh, it's a boy band I'm working on. <laughs> anyway, fortunately, LinkedIn has a network of professionals who get what you do and you can reach the right people who matter most to your company because they're LinkedIn. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. LinkedIn has over, this is the fun part to say, one billion members. Are you serious? Yeah. That's not that's more people than are on Earth because there are people on the moon using it and Saturn. <laughs> that's one over one billion members on its platform, including 70 million decision makers. God, I'd like to meet a decision maker. Since LinkedIn members are regularly updating their work history, you can precisely build a target audience by job title, industry, company, and more. Man, you can reach the right people for your, I'm going to say it again, B2B business with LinkedIn ads. Yeah. Gets even better because LinkedIn will give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Hmm. There you go. Just go to linkedin.com slash Team Coco to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash Team Coco. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's a very sexy move. Like, I think there's very, very few things as sexy as, like, standing up and pouring yourself, like, something from a decanter. It doesn't make anything better, but it's a power move at the bare minimum. Yes, and I'll say this, and God, I like this guy, Michael. Here's another thing I'll say, is that it makes even innocuous things seem evil. Do you yes. know, if you cross the room, <laughs> yes. if people came into my room, let's say Sona came into my room and she said, um, uh, yeah, your wife called the uh, sp- the lawn sprinkler is busted and it's leaking. Do you think we should get uh, the the gardener to come over and put a new lawn sprinkler in? I could cross over. Normally I'd be like, yeah, it's probably the thing to do. <laughs> but instead I can cross the room and I can go, hmm. Sprinkler, eh? And I can remove the top of the glass decanter and pour myself a drink and not looking at Sona, but looking out the window, take a little sip and go, yes, make the call. (laughs) Get it done. (laughs) See that it's done. (laughs) And it's just like, she did the same thing. She called the guy and said, put a new sprinkler in. Yeah. So it's all the same, but then I go, yes. But the aura is nothing but sexy. That's we'll get that lawn nice and wet. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Why does that sound so awful? Um, <laughs> well, he's drunk at this point because he's had, he's had to walk across his office so many times. Yeah. Uh, I'm just staggering in the office, crashing into things. I'm going to get, I'm going to do this. I'm going to follow your advice and I'm going to do it responsibly because I don't Please. believe in uh, overindulging. Um, I do think, but I do think that's a good drink that I can have. And it's a good sipping drink. And if anyone's around, and I do find myself sometimes in a situation where someone says, is offering me a cocktail and I freeze because I am not an experienced drinker. I'm a guy, Sony, you know this, I'll have, I'm a wine drinker. You like your wine? But I'm, I'm not a big beer drinker and I'm not a spirits drinker, but I freeze and I want to say the right thing. And it's happened so many times where I'm like, scotch and vodka like and they're like what oh, no. mixed what do you mean i'd be like no i mean i meant and they're like do you want two drinks that are separate <laughs> you know what to do i panic well i think that confidence comes from knowing what you like and it also all bars are different right you go to some bars that have tequila and some bars that have rum and they're all kind of different so knowing what you like when you walk in is a big part of yeah, it. yeah but so. i think from now on my thing is going to be 
bourbon, please. Maker's Mark bourbon. I want it on the rocks. And if they go like, well, actually, we're a tequila brown, go, fuck you. Oh. Yeah, that's the fuck key. you. And every, and Maker's Mark, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And they'd be like, sir, just please leave. <laughs> oh my God. Maker's Mark, <laughs> sir, this isn't even a bar. <laughs> you, sir, you just walked into a juicery. <laughs> We have a Cyberry and we have, fuck you, bourbon, <laughs> sir, please. Please get off the bus. Per, sir, get off this bus immediately. You're frightening the children. <laughs> fuck you. We are an elementary school bus. Who <laughs> a bourbon, fuck you. Man, I love this guy. Michael, you've changed my life. You've made me cool. You've given That's me a drink. Yeah. Is there any way I can help you? I want to help you now. Is there any way I can help you? You know, honestly, I hope that now like Maker's Mark will pay me, but like for this this wonderful product placement I've done for them, but I yeah. think they should. What's your full name, Michael? My name is Michael Moberly. Michael Moberly, and you live in Reno and you work in the spirits business. I, I'm sure. Look, if Maker's Mark doesn't reach out to you, first of all, they may re- reach out to me. And trust me, I did not ever get into the podcast business or in television for any kind of recompense. I always meant my work to be free. Uh, anywho. We do so many ads. Please, there's no time, Sona. <laughs> okay. Just no, I so never never wanted to profit in any way. That's not what I'm about. But Just my point is if- recording ads. Please, if they do reach out to me, I'll make sure that uh, you receive the benefits. I if they If they that. send me a free bottle, I'll, uh, well, I'd, I'd keep the bottle because you probably have enough. Well, I can say if they're going to do anything, the distillery, if you can go to Kentucky, do Bardstown, see the distilleries, the history there, the buildings there, the people who work there, it's unbelievable. Like you get to see people every step of the way and Maker's Mark has a beautiful facility. Are they all drunk as they're working? Well, so barrels are really heavy and, and all this stuff is very flammable. So you can't be that drunk. But at, like after four o'clock, most people are feeling feeling their way out of the distillery. Well, you just lost anything you were going to get from Maker's Mark. <laughs> I tricked you into blowing it all up. (laughs) Classic Conan switcheroo. The old switcheroo. Uh, Michael, it's been a delight talking to you. You're really really a funny guy. I appreciate that very much. That means the world. Oh, did you have a question for me, by the way? I, I mean, I had a question. You kind of answered it. My oh, main good. question is, was to help facilitate other bartenders who, if you come walking up, what is your drink of choice? But we decided that we decided today. That. Yeah, good. Yes. And then my, my one question I ask all like, like people when I do interviews in, in different capacities is, what's the f- one fictional bar you'd like to go to and what fictional character would you like to bring to that bar? Wow, that's a really good question. What fictional bar would I want to go to? Huh. So like bringing Wolverine to the Cheers bar. Cheers. There's Moe's Tavern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's... No, I've spent too much time at the Simpsons to want to go to Moe's. Yeah. Moe's is a dump. Um, I'm thinking now, oh, I know which one. I know exactly which one I want to go to. The bar in John Wick in that cool uh, hotel. Yeah. I want to go to that bar. I watch those movies again and again with my son. We love those movies. I want to go to the bar in the hotel that uh, Keanu Reeves frequents where you're supposedly not allowed to kill people, but that seems to be all they do. Yes, I want to go to the Continental, which is in that really cool hotel, the Continental. Yes, I want to go there and I want to walk into that bar and who's going to be with me? I'm just going to say Mr. Spock from Star Trek. Oh, okay. I want to go to that bar with Mr. Spock, but I don't want him dressed as 1960s 
Mr. Spock. I want him wearing, dressed sort of like Keanu Reeves in like oh. a black suit, but he's still Mr. Spock. He's just wearing a black suit. So he just looks like an elf with you. Yeah, but he's still, he's Mr. <laughs> yeah, and he's very logical, but he has he has some bourbon with me at that bar and we're and we pay with one of those special tokens that they use in John Wick. Mm. And then Mr. Spock gets like a little loose and he starts talking shit, not about Captain Kirk, but about William Shatner. Oh. And uh, <laughs> sort of spilling the beans on William Shatner. And it gets all wick. We break the third wall. It gets very weird. But we're both yeah. wearing those cool John Wick suits. That's what I want to do. Yeah. All right. That's, I love that answer. Um, Michael, you've changed my life. I am now a very heavy drinker of bourbons. And- uh, <laughs> It's all your fault from here on well, in. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to destroy your living, Conan O'Brien. <laughs> no, it's Conan O'Brien needs a friend, not I'm happy to destroy your liver, Conan O'Brien. <laughs> hey, Michael, really fun talking to you. You're a great guy, and I hope our paths cross for real. I'd love to have a drink with you. It'd be fun. I'd love that. Well, thank you guys so much for the time. Can I screenshot this? Is that allowed? How about I'll give you one of these? Give me one of those? All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. You're a good man. Thank you very much. Take care. Thanks, Michael. Conan O'Brien Needs a Fan with Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solitaroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Beckton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.